Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Rational Passions review discussion. I am Ari O'Neill, and joining me for this deep dive into the long-awaited Alan Wake 2 is my partner, Alex Casey, as portrayed by Mike Burgess. <laughs> um, I can't think of an Alex Casey, a Casey line from the game at the moment because there was a lot, but a Caseyism, but uh, um, yeah, he's. I have to be like, yeah, I can't, I can't. I'm. Gonna, I don't even want to attempt to do the 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 the, face. the impression. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't, love it. I can't. This is perfect. Um, uh, we're, but we're I will here. say, we're, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say we're here to talk about Alan Wake Two, long awaited from Remedy. October 29th, 2023. It happened. We lived to see the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, and yeah, we've both finished it. I've played a little bit into a second playthrough. Um, and and we we got some thoughts. Yep. A lot to, a lot to unpack from this very uh, dense game. Uh, yeah. so we must we must podcast to survive as as they say. <laughs> exactly. What were you going to say? Um, no, I was gonna, uh, that's that's literally. I was just going to make a terrible joke like that. Uh, <laughs> that was that was it. We need um, the light. But yeah, yeah, darkness. I was going to say yeah. I've I I'm I I definitely want to start a second playthrough myself. But I did uh, this week. We're recording. Uh, go get the platinum on it. And I went back and like kind of nice. did the some like just the the kind of busy work where it's just like oh, there's some collectibles and things like video game things you can do in this game as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So I went and kind of did all that stuff, and yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of. Well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but there's a lot of cool like side stuff, even besides all like the main kind of story stuff. Yeah, I I did everything. Uh, my playthrough was like 27 hours, um, <laughs> which I guess is long for uh, a lot of folks. I saw some people were saying you can finish it in 16 hours, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> you and I had a very different experience. Yeah, yeah, I, I I noticed that too, where it seemed like people definitely took a lot longer to do certain things or like, yeah, cause mm-hmm. I don't think I was, I honestly, like when I first beat it, like binge it basically a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I, I definitely felt like I, I moved through it pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I tried to take my time. I was savoring it. I finished it on a Halloween morning as well. So I felt like, thank you. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Four days. Right. I took my time with it, but like, I really like, I had very long sessions, but I was mm-hmm. in no rush to, to finish it. I kind of wanted to start uh, overall thoughts. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But like, what is? Do you have a score in your head? This is our review discussion. I'm gonna make this all sure. Review, yeah, put on my critic glasses. The, crit- the, crit- the critical glasses. Um, our irrational passions. Twenty point scale for everyone. So one to ten with point fives in the middle. Yeah. Um, um, I, I would. I would. I would give it probably a pretty high one. It'd probably be at least like a, a nine point five at least at, at, at the lowest. Probably. Yeah, like, nine five is what I was thinking. Yeah, as well, for it's, reference, it's like it definitely exceeded a lot of my expectations in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it also in the idea of that, like for me, I know is like as as video games, I just like enjoy playing. I I the survival horror uh, genre is one that's like can never has a lot of trouble grabbing me personally and how I like jo- enjoy playing games. Cause it's like that combination of one, like, yeah, they are scary and I'm a baby. Um, and they just also <laughs> okay. can just, and like I play, when I play a video game, it's more of just like, I like to kind of, it'd be like the more unwinding time after like a stressful day of work or like working or like I am, I am, 
or I am like taking in like the other people's content, like, like listen to podcasts or YouTube or Twitch streams or whatever and playing a game. So like games that can complement those kind of things are usually ones I enjoy way more. And like mm-hmm. survival horror games just do not really blend in e- either of those in any of those kind of categories. But just from like the, 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 nat- the natural of like, I like remedy games. Like I, even when control came out in 2019, I knew like, even just playing that game and getting into it as much as I did. Like I was like, all right, I'm, I'm a remedy stand from here on. I just want to see everything they do. I know, I know going forward, there are going to be games I'm always super stoked for. Um, so obviously then when Alan Wake two became a fully fledged proper sequel and thing, um, I was always knew I was going to be in for, but I definitely, when they were going with the survival horror route, I definitely was like, Oh no, I hope I don't, (laughs) don't, don't fall apart. But luckily it just, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of crazy moments in this game, some like scary stuff, but some just completely non-scary and ridiculous things that like fit that new that kind of I think kind of the more specific remedy brand that they've now hit with that hit with control. And then they like have now just gone like a little bit further with it in this game that I think just like, yeah, I still really like all that, all the all the crazy stuff they're doing. So, um, yeah, definitely probably. I'd probably argue like it's probably my game of the year. If we were to do like a game of the year thing, even with mm-hmm. like something like, like tears of the kingdom, which I loved a whole lot and still like a whole lot. Like I would still probably put this game even above that potentially just because it is, um, it does, it, it, it sets out to do what it does so well. And then also like exceed exceed a lot of those expectations as somebody who like knows now that like these, they have like a more connected universe or they want to set up a more connected universe with like things that control. Um, Mm -hmm. and it just, they just did, did it, it all right by my book. Even, even though I was, I was kind of scared and stressed out a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was curious how the survival horror stuff went with you. Cause I know you're historically not, a survival horror person you yeah. do like dead space though yeah dead space is like the one and like usually usually i get i get more into like that kind of stuff because it is like it is like the sci-fi bullshit that i i yes. really tend to like a lot <laughs> um okay. i've i've coined i've coined in previous videos mainly uh viewpoints we've done i am a slut for sci-fi so i will show up for kind of any kind of weird sci-fi stuff and like you know and and i know like sometimes there's crossover that with like horror stuff. So like sometimes like the, like this one, it's sci-fi horror. I'll be, I'll be down for it. But usually if it's like outside of that, that doesn't really, doesn't really get me. So, but yeah, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't bother me as much here. Good. I'm glad to hear. I I think it's like, this is going to be a great first survival horror game. I think for a lot of people as well, Mm -hmm. Uh, in a similar vein to Resident Evil 2, because I think it's, it's a good, easing in to a lot of the the less stressful mechanics are not as as big a deal in this like there's a lot more ammo in this especially if you go exploring yeah uh, and stuff like that Uh, and they give you a lot of opportunities to explore but they also put you in situations where it's like you can't you gotta not make a lot of mistakes or else it's gonna yeah yeah you're screwed uh and i think i think that's a better balance it's i'm so pissed this in Resident Evil 4 came out in the same year. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, they're both like pushing a lot of buttons for me. For sure. So, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm also like 9.5 uh, shy of a 10 for me because I, I ran into a lot of buggy stuff, unfortunately. Oh, okay, yeah. 
I had to, I played on Xbox Series X for point of reference. Uh, I had to, I definitely had to reload, restart many times. Uh, wow, wow. And it, there were audio issues that was happening where the audio would just completely cut out or only character voices would completely cut out. I'm like, all right, well, I, I'm here for this very yeah, specific this thing. Yeah, I can't, yeah. So I got to quit out. I got to reload from last checkpoint. It wasn't like a big deal. Not a game ruiner whatsoever, but it was something that happened enough times. So I was like, I wish this wasn't happening this many times. Yeah. But that, that you know, yeah, I, for sure. I just w- wanted that to be clear. And also a patch went out today that they were recording this on Xbox that supposedly addressed audio issues. Hmm. So subsequent nice. playthroughs on, on like the higher level criticism things. Like I do wish there was new game plus ready right now. Cause boy, yeah, I just want to start right. Like carry over my stuff. I want to ma- max out all my stats yeah. and stuff. Exactly. I yeah. want it. I want that. And stuff like that was in games like Resident Evil four, for example, right from the get go. I didn't have to wait. It was there day one. And it doesn't need to have all that. And again, this is kind of their first time doing this. The control has never had a new game plus mode, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can walk around after you finish the game and do stuff and level up and whatever. But it, it is not that same. So it's kind of out of their wheelhouse. But it is a thing that's like, this would be better if this was here right now. Yeah. But like in the scheme of criticisms that's like bullshit basically that's Mm -hmm. it's nothing to me it's stuff that that does bother me and and i have noticed but you know if you ask me even seven years ago like what do i want from alan wake 2 like i couldn't have dreamed of a game this incredible yeah (laughs) like Mm -hmm. this that sets out to do such a specific thing that, that wants to flex all these different creative muscles that has this thematic, you know, consistency to its presentation that is incredible. <laughs> like, yeah. the best use of FMV in any video game I've ever played from, like, transitioning in and out of it to, like, putting you in the middle of it to like putting it in the middle of you like in what you're doing in your story i it's i was just like i was so excited for that aspect of this game in particular like i knew in my head what i'm looking forward to the most is like the weird tv screen scenes that you see in alan's campaign yeah did not disappoint no at all absolutely not absolutely (laughs) not it like i don't know how they could have exceeded my unbelievably high expectations yeah. but like even just like everyone knows about the, the musical scene at this point right? yeah i was about to I was about to, I was about to bring that up of just like how much how deep want to get into spoilers already but yeah i think we should just look that's should like be, that's because be that's become table. like a selling point of the game and they put it much earlier in this game than they did in control like yeah. i think on purpose so more people would see it yeah um, yeah because i because I, I guess I, I missed some of it being in the in the promotional material because that like that like or not the live action stuff but less the, the specific it's not the, the promo material the musical. but like it's what everyone's talking about right now, yeah basically. totally totally like the like the yeah the musical part like that was yeah 
I th- that would that's more what it was like when I talk about like exceeding expectations of like I did not expect a fucking musical in this game, but like it works and it totally works in the context of like what you play and like how how ridiculous this like they have always been about blending kind of live action and and like doing stuff in game. And then it literally being on like TV screens around you or being in like a, you're like running around a big fake performance stage and TV stuff. It's just, yeah, it works incredibly, incredibly well. Um, mm-hmm. and like it just, it's, it again, that's, that's, I think that's again, that, 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 that's the kind of stuff across, like across this entire game, like is what makes me, me like want to like push this as like a, my game of the year or like a game of the sure. year because like it, I feel like it really is more about pushing. Although it is, it's like a sequel to Alan Wake, but like it does more than like a, I feel like a sequel does, and like pushes everything. Like a, a, I could see like what a video game is and can do like forward in a way that like not a lot of other sequels to games this year have, even though like they are absolutely incredible games. Like this just mm-hmm. like pushes it as like a like a way to like sh- tell a story in a game and like present like different things inside a video game forward. And literally all they're doing is just like, like doing an actual, like a part of like an episode of a TV show or something, which like we yeah. like was joked and memed on in quantum break. Yeah. But like, I think like something like quantum break needed to happen so that like Remy, Remedy could learn and like get to this game, which like, it just shows that like, yeah, the, the level, the level they, they take this, this is to something else and they like hit so many high marks uh with with all that stuff across the game and it's so it's so cool and a lot of this stuff like i would argue control also did obviously alan wake 2 is doing it better and i'm glad the the thing is like as much we you and i love control we've we've talked about a lot Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's one of my favorite games of all time now just because it is like perfectly the weird fiction game, right? Yeah. It's like the weird, it is weird sci-fi, the video game. Yep. <laughs> uh, 100%. And it's, it's awesome. And I'm so happy. Our, like the X-Files video game of my dreams basically exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did stuff like Dr. Darling being a character that only exists in FMV, but you feel like you're interacting with in such a meaningful way. Yeah. And now like there's multiple characters in Alan Wake to Alice Wake, uh, who, this whole other story that happens uh, on Alan's campaign, Mr. Door, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are multiple characters that kind of only exist at an arm's length from you, the player, but they, they make them feel integral to the experience. And those parts of the game are effectively a TV show or a movie, yeah. but like, and, and a lot of, I've seen this, this positive critique thrown out a lot too, of like how this is like, truly the most multimedia video game experience like you can have and i agree like quantum yeah. break was such a stepping stone for this like i am and i know you are too like the, the person that like watched those episodes of the tv show that were not very good you yeah. know <laughs> but but like i watched through them and you know literally all it really does is kind of set up the world and then a boss fight at the end yeah potentially yeah or that boss <laughs> fight doesn't happen um and it, it that's kind of like underwhelming but here it's like whole parts of the game you're only seeing through a screen they feel so meaningful and impactful to the story to the characters to what they're doing the characters are addressing what is on the screen and interacting with it sometimes 
mm-hmm. kind of like J- Jesse with Dr. Darling in control. It's incredible. It's it's so well done. The sets, the costumes, the actors, the performances, like it's all that perfect, like threaded needle of weird. And to what you were saying, like how this is Alan Way 2, I when they said like, hey, but like Saga will be a good POV entry point. And and we think people that that didn't play Alan Wake one will still get a lot out of this game. I I've not believed that ever, but like after playing the game, I do like actually believe that. I think yeah. this this does a great job of catching you up, does a great job of like giving you kind of an outside perspective of someone that's learning the rules and then just getting you in the thick of it to so you're ready to understand and have fun with the cool stuff in the game. And I'm like also very impressed by it on that level you know yeah that's that was definitely very impressive to me too of just like alan wake is the original ones like like you said like 13 year old game mm-hmm. i you know i do i do still like that game but it just it's a 13 year old game it does not not the best controlling feeling game and it held up and like even even and even when you play that game like it's it's a lot to like even that old game is a lot to take in without yeah kind of conveys the story to you and like have to having to make sense of it where like this game definitely even made some aspects to me like more clear and was like okay yeah like and they and they do that by like yeah using saga to like a really great degree of like what you do when you're playing as her and seeing and like her seeing it herself and like her being an f she's an fbi detective and like working with alex casey and then like being detectives like working through mm-hmm. all of it to like make sense of it and like and, so, and in some ways, like I, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of like they're definitely they're they're back and forth, and like them trying to be like in, like you know they think they're in the story but not really in the story and are, are they in that and that kind of like mystery that always plays throughout the game is really cool, and I also really enjoy that like, um, they just they they also just kind of like very quickly accept it as like a thing that's happening yeah. and they're not just like this isn't real this isn't happening they start going. They start like playing into it. They like, I really liked how they played Saga as like more like she understands, like she, she's like very quickly like sees some crazy shit going down and it's not gonna like, and you don't spend like, a, like 25 or, you know, a good portion of the game with her being like, nah, whatever, this stuff is, isn't happening. And then suddenly she just gotta go like, oh, it's, oh, oh, it, like that happens, like that, that transition happens like almost instantly in this game. So mm-hmm. I really appreciated that of just like, they're like, yeah, we're in some, we're in some crazy fucking, you know, like horror game or horror story come becoming real because Alan, Alan Wake wrote it or maybe Alan didn't write it. What's going on with that? And then like, what's let's, let's that's happening and let's just keep figuring out how to get to the bottom of the, all this. And like, if that becomes the actual story and I really appreciated that instead of just kind of going for like the more tropey stuff that they could have went for with her. Um, yeah. Like the typical skeptic detective type. Yeah. Right. They instead went for more of like it's kind of like an Alice in Wonderland type deal. Yeah. Uh, where you're just kind of going deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole, and and then you realize everyone around you is is like, all everyone is part of the story now, right? It's not yeah. just it's her and Alex, right? Uh, yeah. I, I I really like the split perspective. We've had a lot of great games with multiple protagonists this year, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm stoked about. I'm learning that I actually really like that. I, I like seeing the story from multiple perspectives and boy, do they make like doing that so different in this game too? Uh, two, basically two vi- separate video games. 
<laughs> yeah, so in some yeah. ways, yeah, yeah, it's really it's cool how they kind of blend their different styles. Where like Saga Saga feels like when you when you're playing her se- sequences, that feels like more like that feels almost like the the first Alan Wake game, mm-hmm. where like Alan's stuff has be- is like something else entirely and just kind of crazy and yeah. like uh, it's more uh, controlled. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's that's a, that's a good way to put it. it is it not is exactly? It is abstract and, and yeah it's it's, it's abstract know. and just like a lot of weird stuff going on and like the, the use of like again i think like another thing that like really makes this game work for me as well as well as again talking about it from like the blending of the medias but also just like them having the technology power yeah to like flick on like do you like with alan's big thing is he has this like light and he can use it to like literally drain the light out of a thing and that like warps the reality around him and you can like you're just like real time just like making hallways appear in and out of these spaces or like opening up areas and just like, because it's like, that's like a thing with these, you know, current gen consoles that like you can do it instantly. And like, it's, it's all really cool every time you do it. Yeah. I, this was a big thing for me. I think like not only is it doing everything with video and, and seamless transitions between you and video, like in Alan's story, you will see a screen of him in FMB form our boy, Ikevili. Mm-hmm. Uh, acting acting his pants off, and you hold the A button or whatever on other uh, other devices <laughs> to like zoom in and then become that wherever that is. Yeah, uh, and it's just instant. And they do that with the lamp, like you said, right? Where you're taking these lights and then putting them in places to open up pathways, and it's just instant using those mm-hmm. like ratchet clank ass loading times, uh, and also. Uh, both characters have like their different iterations of the mind place. It's effectively a 3D pause menu, which I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really cool for um, sure. But, so Saga has her detective mind palace, the mind place. Um, and Alan has the writer's room. And again, the mind place, there's a lot of story that happens with the mind place. And it's, it is an interesting, ambiguous place. Mm-hmm. I just love the transition to it. I love conceptually. I've always loved the mind palace idea. Uh, right. So I was into it. You got your, your, your threaded board in there. But again, you're just going in and out of it instantly. It's where the map is like, like the map can exist in a physical place. I also love that. Uh, and then on Alan's campaign, it's the writer's room. And on like a narrative level, like that is also all there is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, it is like, it's kind of an inverse of saga, right? Where she's going into this fictional mind palace in her brain, but Alan is going back to what is reality, which is just this one room. And that's all the dark place is for him. But he is then going to this fictional reality that the game. Yeah. It's crazy. It's wild. They use like thematic symmetry like that between the two characters is so good. And it's, all the time it's happening constantly like this is the alex casey that alan is meeting in the dark place in his campaign that is the alex casey from his books mm-hmm. and then saga is with the alex casey that is the real alex casey that perhaps alan psychically saw in visions uh because of his his kind of inherent writer power and wrote his books about not realizing it was about a real person. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's for people that are like, whoa, it's like, that's what Alan Wake's about. It's great. Yeah. You should yeah. get in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, like the way that those two things are just so 
perfectly framed on opposite ends of each other and you're getting these these similar characters or like you know the same character but interpreted two different ways through two different perspectives it's just like it's so well done it's excellent and they explore the space right like they take that idea and then they flip it on its head every way from sunday they they go all in on every idea that they present to you and i just i love it yeah yeah (laughs) the the narrative in this game i think is incredible yeah 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 and like i like that or well i liked it in and maybe and maybe was maybe didn't like it just because of um the like ability to kind of like uh they, I feel like they could have done one one thing. They could have done a better job, though. At least in my opinion, mm-hmm. with it just a little bit, was that they could have had better moments to like have you kind of go like, okay, you do, you you should probably before you do this part, go leap in and and do like the the, the Alan Wake story part or the or the saga part, and like have them like interweave those a little bit better. Just because, like, I feel I. I see. I see why they did it the way they did. Just because, like that, it's like it's all the player. It's just freedom. It's just the player freedom, the player choice. But I, but I would have liked to like a little bit more pushes and maybe a couple spots because there's definitely a point where I felt like I, I was, or at least I was waiting a little bit for it. I guess where I like I, I think I did. I you know you kind of start start a saga and then there you jump and then you go to and do your first part as Alan and then mm-hmm. and then and then it brings you back to to saga. And then I was it kind of it kind of starts with that at least, but then after a short yeah. point, it's just kind of like all right, you can just kind of do it whenever. So I yeah. I naturally just kind of kept playing a saga for a little bit, and I'll say like, okay, let's see if it takes me to this natural point where I need to go back to Alan. And like I I, I kind of got a certain distance in the game, and realizing like that was probably not the case, so I was like, okay, well well I I don't I don't know how these will co- co- cover come back around now. So I like ended up having to go like play as Alan. And then I was like doing it, it made some stuff make more sense in some regards, but some ways it just like felt like um, it would have, it would have just been nice to like have a little bit more of like a cohesive Direction, moment because, right? because otherwise it's like, there's so much going on in this game all times. Right. So it was like doing multiple sequences as saga and then having like, you know, the, you get those scenes where it's like slight visions of like her trying to talk to Alan and they're they're having basically two completely different conversations. You learn as you go through yeah. more or less to each other as they're trying to like talk through like Saga's essentially trying to talk to him in the dark place, um, and like m- missing that, missing those beats. Um, like I, w- I would have been able to follow it a little bit better um, in sure. some places, but um, overall it, it works out fine. And, and like uh, it didn't it didn't like like tr- tr- like destroy everything or make everything fall apart for me at all, but. It would have just been I would have liked to have like that better kind of better kind of direction of like, OK, now it would have been I, I did this sequence of saga and now maybe I can just go do Alan's bit here. Um, or, or maybe, yeah, like, maybe like it's like, hey, beats. you can do side stuff, but then you should switch over to Alan or something like that. Right. Um, as each character, I end up doing like two chapters as one character and then switching mm-hmm. two chapters as the next. Just once you unlock the ability to switch. Uh, which I, I think is like in chapter three of Saga's story. Then you play the first two chapters of Alan's story, and then you're kind of set set loose to yeah to be free. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I don't want to get too much into like maybe we, at at the end we can talk about like how the the stories are. But like you know, there's two manuscripts, and then one is initiation, and that's Alan Wake's 
campaign effectively and the other is called return as we've known for years it would be called return yeah. and that is is saga's campaign uh i yeah i i the the weaving of the narratives aside from what you're talking about which i do think is a really fair criticism of like I, I I wish there was like moments where it was like okay it's time to go to the other side yeah some dream drop distance esque moments like my meter <laughs> fell out so it's, it's time to go uh and and you know I I again I think giving the player the freedom is like it's putting it on the player but it's also like the least amount of complaints you're gonna get yeah uh, mm-hmm. which which makes total sense to me I I think it was just I love that kind of stuff and there were things that I wanted to happen of like okay. If we're going to do two characters in two kind of separate campaigns, there's like a thing I want to see happen. And we do get there eventually. And then when we got there, I was like, oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe we, we got here and it's as good as I wanted it to be, but better. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I like they're completely different mechanics for both campaigns. Right. And they're similar. Um, but I also like they're they're completely different upgrades schemes there's completely different collectibles there's like every everything that you would expect from one game each has like their own set of all things it's like alan's got these he's using the alan wake stuff right the the glowy spray paint that you can only see with a flashlight which is a big part of the first game it's like using these to to collect like words of power which are like skill points basically yeah um and and those will give you like more inventory space or or better uh, handgun ammo capacity or, or, or things like that you know upgrade everything uh and that's like using its own mechanics there's there's caches that uh a character that you that that kind of ends up in the dark place as well <laughs> i don't even, i don't know if we want to talk about tim breaker that's like a whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah tim breaker is something else worms. like what in the world yeah it's great I it love is it, yeah though. uh and and then on Saga's end, you have like these lunch boxes that are Alex Casey because there's there since Alan Wake one there have been Alex Casey movies based on his books. Right, I lo- love that also. <laughs> it's just a a perfect like little nugget for them to mine of great narrative storytelling. Um, there are these Alex Casey movie lunch boxes with like parts or manuscript pages that you use to upgrade your guns, and mm. there are caches from the cult that saga's hunting and they have like wild puzzles yeah. <laughs> associated with them i like let me get, find my ipad because i have literally like a page of written math <laughs> for this fucking puzzles i know i could have looked it up but i was like fully immersed in yeah. Alan Wake too so yeah, that- i was like drawing math out <laughs> yeah when I, when I was like playing through it like before i finished it and didn't do the cleanup i definitely Took took my time and like figured out a lot of those and stuff. And then the the other one, which uh, which you do a saga where the nursery rhymes and stuff like those are always yes the nursery rhymes, the nursery rhymes you. are really cool. Um, that and that was like one of the last things I did. And I will say like again, um, this being a a you know now control in Alan Wake or connected universe, um, and then whatever any does for forward, I will say like if you didn't do all those uh, all of those nursery rhymes, I would I would recommend it because there is like a cool another cool little yes. extra like extra you know there's there's tons of it through the main campaign of just like you straight up you know meet 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 somebody from the federal bureau of control um mm-hmm. and, and some of the other and some of their things and like how they're kind of already sort of we're monitoring monitoring this, this area excellent 
literal literal map. Sorry, video <laughs> views, audio views, audio listeners. And then I have like symbols yeah, that I've written <laughs> down for just for the cre- creased symbols, scribbles, and I love Excellent. that, but I, I you know, yeah, it's cool. And th- there's like riddles and stuff. There's like environmental puzzles. There's a lot of different kinds of puzzles. I was like, and, and there's I again, they kind of contextualize it in the universe of of the one of the, the characters that is leaving behind the boxes likes puzzles. So yeah, they mm-hmm. are challenging the people to that are supposed to be looking after these boxes with puzzles, which is very funny. Also, mm. it's just very. Alan Wake and and the the whimsy level is is right on, uh, but yeah, some of them are math, <laughs> straight up math. There's literally like a solve for x, fucking algebra puzzle. That was the, the one that was I wrote down. Some are like follow the the flashlight paint and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as someone who plays a lot of Resident Evil games and the remakes, I love the remakes. Resident Evil Four remake, I adore. I don't think it like hits the same. FMV crazed high that Alan Wake gives me, but I think it is like a better action experience. If you know, depending on what you're looking for. Um, but the puzzles in those games tend to be very similar to one another and repetitive. Uh, and I didn't expect this game to have as many like mainline puzzles as it did. Like, there's one point where you have to get a screwdriver, uh, and you have to like. And it's associated with one of these puzzle caches, and you have to like look at a uh, member's like employee of the month board and and figure out like the order of employees or whatever that that would le- translate to a number code for this thing. Like, there, there's, I thought that was fun. Like, there's yeah. cool stuff where I'm like pouring over the environment, and the environments are so beautiful and detailed and like there's so much great stuff to to farm there it's it's so cool that that there's a purpose to some of the details in it you know yeah it, yeah a lot, a lot of like cool like stuff like that hidden hidden and like it's 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 oh it's like i will i will say like um there's like a lot of really well hidden stuff in this game that like you'll just get because i yes. definitely will say like you know um it's cool that like I I like how they kind of introduce maps, but like man, it still would have been nice to have like a little bit better like visuals on some of those maps for certain things. But I will say sure. like once I started cleaning up and doing more collectible things, uh, there's like charms you can get that you can equip on the saga specifically. I think I don't think you can with Alan. I don't think he does has charms. No, or whatever. that's another thing. Like again, totally different. Yeah. Mechanics, but they're, but they're like little like you can equip up to three, and one of them is straight up just like, hey, when, when you have this on, it you have like it'll it'll like mark stuff on your map as you like as you like get near it, or like so you can just like that's basically what I did after once I found that charm as I went back through a bunch of the air the the areas you could go through, and we're just you know just pull up the map and just wait and see when like things would pop up and other other things you could find so. Um, yeah, that's awesome. There's a similar word of power for Alan. Uh, and again, nice. they're, they're, you know, you're similar checkboxes for both characters to get them in a, in a place that is going to be potent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like, you know, like they have different skills. They have different weapons. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they both have different shotguns. Like uh, Alan gets the flare gun, but Saga gets the, the hunting rifle. Like yeah. little, little things. I, I, I could have gone for more guns, right? But uh the the addition like the crossbow is new and the way that worked i thought was really cool yeah recover bullets yeah i like that too and just like 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I think yeah, like I, I do agree though that like the the action aspects of this game were were like not like not necessarily the reason I showed up for anyway. So it wasn't like that big of a deal that they weren't like you know it does not feel as like nice of a shooter as like maybe some other third person action games but like i that didn't really bother me because it it's great because that cause, yeah because it, it wasn't it wasn't like terrible um but yeah it's also not really ultimately what i was showing up for anyway because <laughs> i knew mm-hmm. it was going to be like more survival horror and like you know a little bit more just like you know wandering and meandering through like tense environments and uh just wanting to kind of see the story so uh, i think i think it all works fairly well overall um from like a moment to moment gameplay perspective um you know like in terms of like scary stuff um you know there is there's like a there's a decent amount of jump scares in the game um but like yes. i will i will i will say though that like even though they they are pre- I'm ready for them at this point yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like like they were they're they they're, they are frequent enough and they are they all kind of do like the same exact thing where there's just like a a flash of like, you know, Alan, Alan with like a crazy black smoke messed up face. Um, so like they kind of just stick in that realm and like, don't really like, there's not like monsters that in the game or anything crazy, like jump at you a lot of times stuff like that. So I think that that stuff was generally fine. Like the, the, the more things that were like, they, I think they nailed in like the, the actual horror department is just like, there was always, there's an atmosphere that like hits yes. across across the game and the environments when like either you're like playing as like saga and you're like just like in the forest and like it's like dense and you're just like you're you know and you yes. have trails and stuff but it's just like okay like this it's this dark it's just like dark and just like there's uh, it's like you know you just see like a very small light in the distance and like it's all very like it can feel like disorienting and like a lot because I definitely. You know, again, with like the the nature of how the maps are, where like they kind of give you some trails, but they don't really like give you like full on directions per se. Um, so like, there's definitely times where I just like, or or it's like you have the map, but like the objectives maybe aren't like fully clear of like what you're what you need to be finding or getting to. So there's a lot of times, like at least in the early, especially in the earlier parts when I was still like getting a handle on the game, I would just get lost, and then you're just like in this scary ass like dark forest. And just like a lot going on and like that, that like there's always that just like atmosphere and that like kind of like, you know, uh, set like threat of like uh, level of like the, all these study spooky dudes going to show up. Um, and then on the other end with Alan, like there's like, you know, when you're in like the city part and it's not really like it's like dark, but it's not like like scary because you're like in this like city streets and stuff. But like the way I think the way they get around that is they just have the shadowy people who like sometimes will like come after you and sometimes they'll just kind of hang out and like they do the my least favorite thing in a video game probably ever and just randomly go wake. <laughs> and I'm just like every time that that got me every time when I just would just be like walking around like slowly walking you just hear one of them just go wake and I'm just like immediately as they heard I just, I just like I'm just like fuck and I just like you tense up and I'm just it like, is really this, this, scary. These motherfuckers about to just pop off and start running at me or something. So like that, they they like nailed that kind of stuff in the game. Yeah. Um, the environmental, the atmosphere, like you said, that it creates. It's just like it. It is. It looks great, insane mm-hmm. at, at points. Like moments when you walk out into a vista that you see for the first time. It's like, oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, <laughs> it's very like good, crazy, very... crazy, like. 
there is uh, like a nursing home level in Saga's campaign that you go to at night. It's like one of the few levels. Most of the time you are like in the, the late afternoon, like it's daytime. Yeah. Uh, but you're going into dense foresty areas that are pitch black, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. And just great. Uh, great use of lighting and all that. But yeah, there's this point where you like walk out into the backyard of the nursing home and there's like a little river with a bridge and it's raining and it is just like and it's so tense at that point because there there's things happening that is like somebody might be in danger. It's like very tense. Yeah. And and just I remember that moment in particular was like one of the ones where I was like just I felt like that drenched in rain sweating looking for someone like Intense. in in the dark it's so well done i i was so pulled in and yeah like the the nightmare new york uh that alan's campaign takes place in i i i feel like i get on my this high horse every time i talk about a survival horror game but let me this is my reminder to everyone that they should play the evil within 2 that is actually <laughs> a very good video game um and a lot of you know this game much better Alan Wake 2 much better than Evil Within 2 but it has the aspects in it that I thought at the time Evil Within 2 was very unique for of like quasi open world uh, areas big areas that you have the freedom to explore approach from stealth you know there's no stealth in Alan Wake 2 which is a bummer but it doesn't necessarily need it but um, it has like those that open area design that you can kind of come from from multiple angles um and they they don't use combat too much uh, in this game. I'll say like I feel like it's used pretty sparingly. Yeah, um, it, feel, it feels like it's just like because it, it's not like there's well, I guess when you're going to like the main campaign, um, there's a lot of there's like definitely set up set up like more like fight sequences a little bit, but like fights, but 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 like largely, yeah, it is just it feels like it's more just like it feels like they kind of tried to do like a more like a random occurrence almost of like, mm-hmm. you know, as as you play a little bit, you you might run into stuff here, but sometimes you won't. And sometimes when you're you'll like circle back to this area and there'll be like enemies there again at that time when you when you circle back. And I think it's just because of those like you're kind of like, you know some of the areas you're in are like fairly like large open areas. Like there's like a few mainly in like Saga's case. They're like a lot of big, bigger, like kind of like opener open areas almost um, that you're yeah. like walking around. So like, it feels like it's more like emergent rather than just like set set um, action pieces, which, which is good. It feels like there's not too much combat, which yeah. is a criticism I have of Alan Wake one, <laughs> for <laughs> yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. A game that, didn't need as much combat as it ended up having. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and like funny, this game like, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. And I think of this, I also think this game does a lot of the, the things that Alan Wake one did with some of it. It's set piece moments, but like, does it better too? way better where there yeah. is like straight up, like, you know, if you, if you played the first Alan Wake, there's like a, like a, almost like a music. There's like a, not that the musical sequence we were talking about, but there's like a, you're like defending a point and it's like, a, like a concert. And music is playing and you're like fighting off waves of enemies and being like thrown like ammo and like light light up sources and things. And there's a part of that in this game that that like I think is just way better done. Yeah, it's super fun. And it's like super and cool. Tense. Yeah. That but, I, liked, um, I liked a lot as well. Speaking of like the environment atmosphere, like all of Nightmare New York as established. I'm a big fan of dream nightmare worlds in video games. 
you can do a lot with the space, right? Mm-hmm. And I think at this point, with all the games I've played, a lot of games are all dreams, as it turns out. It's <laughs> it's a thing where and and Alan Wake. I'll tell you, I've, I'm one of like the seven people that played Alan Wake's American Nightmare, which is, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they pulled from American Nightmare and put in this game, which is cool. Um, the time loop stuff is a, a thing that, that gets brought up in American Nightmare of like mm-hmm. having to repeat or, or do ritual type things, um, which also comes from control. Um, and, and it all being like a fake environment that's in the dark place, like that that's all of American Nightmare as well. Uh, but that game's, you know, it's not amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and the environments are not, like, very exciting, right? It's like, oh, there's a desert and there's a spider cave in it. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and that's, like, kind of as exciting as it gets. Here, the Nightmare in New York, like, they, A, like, I'm, I'm a big Max Payne fan. So, like, Alan's campaign being kind of a Max Payne campaign, very good for me. Yeah. Uh, and it's like that kind of vibe of New York, always raining, always sad, nightmare with shadow monsters everywhere. That's great. But like they built it around these kind of specific set piece environments, the subway t- station, uh, a movie theater, uh, and, a, and most importantly, the Ocean View Hotel, which is yeah. like one of my favorite levels in this game and just one of my favorite sequences in video games this year because it has... You know, if you play Control, you know about the Ocean View Motel. This is like maybe a, a different version of that in a different reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it has the things that I like about that place of it being kind of weird and spooky. And there's doors with all these symbols on it. But now it's like a whole hotel. Yeah. And I love hotels. I like the vibe of <laughs> hotels. I like hotel levels in video games, especially. And... They just do so much with it, and and they do so much with the the main levels for Alan's campaign in general. Yeah, because I because yeah again like the big the big whole mechanic of those things, right? Like you know, and I think what you're saying why why I think some of that stuff works so well is you are you literally get these like plot points that let you rewrite the sequence. So you'll be like you know in the Ocean View Motel, and you'll be like walking around a room or walking around like this environment trying to like solve a thing. And you'll come to a thing and then he'll be like, I need to, oh, uh, I need to do this. And then like, you'll get like a, a rewritten thing. That's like, oh, the cult, the cult of whatever showed up here. And they, now they've had this influence. And then you like basically apply that to like the sequence you're in. And it then like changes the environment and you'll like go into these different and it'll change the environment to like open up new paths or like add other things in the, to like explore in the areas. Like I, I definitely found myself as like the weird sicko completionist gamer. Like whenever, whenever I'd get one of those, I would like go back into areas and like swap it yep. around. And it, it usually never did anything, but like the fact but that like, sometimes there's like extra rooms and secrets for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the fact that like lets you do that, like largely was, was like cool that like they still let like still thought of that. Um, instead of yeah. just going like, nah, nah, that that's not needed here. It's, so and it's just again like I the, the in Alan Wake one the, the the way they illustrated Alan like writing rewriting reality for the most part was him like shining his flashlight on words that would turn into objects right and it, it, that's fine and it was cool at the time but I was like I really hope they don't do that again yeah <laughs> in my head going into this because like that that's in that it's in American Nightmare and it's again it's it's neat but like to me you like 
you're in a room like the first area is like a subway station right like mm-hmm. the first chapter for alan wake that he explores is like a subway station there's four scenes in a subway station and there's like a derailed trail train right you go through the environment and you get you're getting like audio logs from alex casey of him like in the environment in the fiction investigating the cult that is in the fiction obsessed with alan wake great <laughs> all great and, yeah. and so he is listening to this fake story that maybe Alan wrote at some point when he was in the dark place of Alex Casey in the dark place hunting this cult. Uh, And he's getting ideas from that. And then you're cutting to the writer's room, the pause menu that you're instantly cutting to load times are great. And re like applying this, this idea to the scene in your story of this world that you're writing into existence with these characters that you're hearing that you maybe wrote. And it's just like, again, the, that then you cut back to reality and, and it, you, you see the typewriter going and the world just changes right in front of you. And like, it's stuff like that. That means like, this is what I wanted. I yeah. needed this of like, this is what it feels like to be Alan Wake rewriting reality. And, and, and they, they just pay off on that in just like the puzzle solving mechanics of the whole campaign. You're doing this, dozens of times yeah. and applying different scenes and, and you see crazy shit all the way to the end. Like th- there's new stuff that you're seeing in these like rewritten reality scenes that you have never seen before all the way at the end. And they're all so cool. I, I, I just, it really, really made the, the dark place stuff. Like even though, you know, dream video games, I'm iffy <laughs> on them in concept, but mm-hmm. you got there's a high bar. I think they really explored the space and and did awesome stuff in in between of like you can go back to this this puzzle that you had already solved with with the idea that changed the scene and and take like all the late game ideas that you get and it's like okay let me see if this maybe opens something else up or what this looks like and and how that fleshes out the story mm-hmm. and there there is stuff for everything everything every scene has all four options and and something to see in all of them it's it's just so impressive yeah yeah really cool on, i'll say on the the saga end of things right like her equivalent is the uh investigation board mm-hmm. um which i think is less impressive obviously because it's not like tied to the mechanics. Yeah. I think it is. It's really satisfying as a vibe. <laughs> you know, I'm yes. not grading games on vibes, but it, it is like, it makes the game feel like a detective game. Like honestly, it, it scratches like point and click adventure style. Yeah. Play like things that I like, but I don't think I ended up like not doing a lot of those things. And it'll like auto complete if you come back to it, which thank God. Uh, to like kind of catch you up to what you need to do. But there are times where you have to go into the investigation board and, and put stuff together. It can yeah. feel a little bit more tedious than yeah. the, the writer's the, room. You that, know? that definitely, that's definitely with some of my early, early struggles with that too, of like not realizing that like, Oh, you need, you need to like put these things in the board directly. Otherwise, like you won't get like the next little beat or like some things won't yeah. like trigger or activate like in the, inv- in like for like the next story beat or like, I definitely had a couple times like that where I was just like, 
I, I, I would like wander around trying to like find the thing I need to interact with or like the thing I was, I'm just like, I'm not finding this. Like I'm, I don't know if I'm missing something. And then more times than not, it was, I open up the case board and like, you know, I noticed I had a thing and then I was place it in the, the right place. And then she, then she would like, you know, give you like an explanation of like a, like a thing or like, like she saw dialogue option or like Saga's like that. solve this thing and then says the thing and then you come out and then it's like, okay, now, now the story's progressing. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. So. And with that, like you'll have to put stuff on the case boards to open up more options. And the other thing that you do in the mind palace, which is, uh, God, what do they call it? Uh, profiling. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, profiling is, characters and stuff. Yeah. In this world, in, in Saga's world, profiling, not what it is in the real world. She's basically like telepathically interrogating characters Mm-hmm. And they could be characters that you, her character has not yet met. So there's, there's just wild stuff that happens there. Yeah. Um, I was, it was one thing that I was like, I don't know how like on board with this I am, but I'll say as the game went on, like I became more on board with it. Like they eventually, it, it hits a crescendo point where it's like, no, this is important to the story. Like, I know you thought this was just a dumb, weird thing, yeah. but no, actually, like, this is actually really happening. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, now that you've committed to it on this level, I actually really like this. Yeah, I think I think I had a similar moment where it's just like it felt, it, this was like the one time where I felt like they, they leaned really hard into like the the thing that was cool in control where you'd see like the, the yes. weird, like after image or like overlaid, like the live, live action, live, live action kind of sequence while you're like standing in an environment and a really cool way to like portray that in the game where like this, this game, like this, like almost happens. Like, I feel like almost every, like every like 10, 15 minutes, like even sometimes even more than that. Yeah. And like, it's still, it's still largely like works and is okay, but it was just like, yeah, there's a lot of that. But then, like you said, there's like, there's definitely like a turning point, where where they kind of like fl- flip it on its head a tiny bit and and uh, I think that that seeing that and being like yeah you're com- you committed to the bit moment of like yeah hell yeah yes. well, I'm in yeah. now okay yeah this is the, these are still really fun and you're doing still doing fun things with it yeah and and the same with like the mind place like they and the writers room right they they use these place like these actual menus that you're effectively navigating well like this is what I'm saying when I like the presentation of this game is just on another level, right? Like you're going back and forth between these two characters. They both have different menus and, and upgrades and everything and environments. Like you're never saying, seeing like the same thing as both characters, right? At the same time. And like, that's so impressive for any video game, let alone like a third person action game, let alone like the follow-up to something like control, which by comparison was much less ambitious. And I thought that game was very ambitious. Yeah, uh, for sure. So yeah, I, I think it's, it's impressive in, in every way. Uh, and as, as someone who is like obsessed over the Alan Wake story, I've not like gone deep on the internet for Alan Wake two stuff yet. Just yeah, Cause I'm like I've, giving it a little bit to process. Yeah. And there's uh, still and there's still more coming. I was that was like kind of like the last couple of things I wanted to ask you um, mm-hmm. before we like kind of like wrapped up was like one, um, one like you know it's slightly I would say like this is kind of like spoiler spoilers I would say a little bit more than than what we already sure. talked about because this is like going to be a late game thing. Cause, but I just want to hear what you what 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 your I kind of just want to know your reaction to to a certain sequence later in the game. 
So, yeah. so you know, spoilers, you know, spoiler warning, spoiler, spoiler warning for like really for like end game for like the late late games. So that's why I'm kind of throwing the spoiler right now, because this stuff yeah, is fair. like I think most of the stuff we've talked about is stuff you can see pretty quickly in the game. Um, when the swap happens and yeah, the swap, so the swap alluding to. Yes. Earlier. Yeah. There's a moment in the game where essentially characters, Alan and Saga swap places more or less. And then Alan is in back in the real world and Saga is in the Saga is in the dark place. And that's kind of like it's pretty much like leads into like the ending of the game more or less. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like I appreciate that this stuff is all in the like there's literally a point in the last two chapters. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the point. In the, there's a point in the game where it's like you if you go back, th- you can't go past, past this or whatever. Like, make sure yeah. you do everything. Um, so one one was just like. That that moment where like the swap finally happens and they kind of reveal a lot of stuff, but mainly it was the you first take control of Alan and you start going back through the woods and the music from fucking Alan Wake yes, one yeah. plays and he gets like the classic yeah. gun and like yeah. everything pops off and I was just like I didn't realize how much how good how much that was gonna fucking get me in this game. I realized <laughs> it, yeah, and I got like choked up. I was like, I can't believe like they're playing the music right now. Yeah, I recognize just... it. I've, I've been playing Alan Wake one so recently. I yeah, and he's narrating. He's doing the thing. I'll tell you though, what what did bum me out the his narration audio cut out halfway through that oh bummer <laughs> again a bummer but i i will play i will be playing this game frequently so yeah yeah that that um, was kind of the last thing i wanted to talk about was like uh besides besides that moment like the game ends and you know there's you know they they leave on a big i would say like cliffhanger ish but but they got they got me with alice man they really yeah, got me yeah I, I want you to know i was good like, i was upset i was like <laughs> emotional i was absolutely like crying there was tears were happening and then when we you you kind of toward the end get to saga and you're hearing alice's voice again i was like what the fuck is happening yeah yeah uh and then and and they did the smart thing like no final boss like they they tied everything together i yeah yeah. How did you did you like the ending? Did you did you yeah. feel good afterwards? Yeah, I did. I I like the kind of the kind of setup for stuff because um, mm-hmm. I because I I kind of didn't expect them to go like too hard into like teasing what like what is their next proper game? Like I don't think I don't think Control Two is next, but like, I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll but see. but but there is also dlc for this game coming so i'm curious mm-hmm. like i think both that, of which sound very good <laughs> yeah yeah considering like one of one of i think this will be a similar beat to what the the, the second expansion for alan our control was right where that kind of set up like alan wake being in the control universe i think like this one because it's going to be um the second one for this is probably going to be setting up like what's What's the FBC doing? What, about what's this? FBC yeah. doing? Maybe if it's controlled, maybe if it's set up for control too, or maybe it's set up for like something else. Cause I know like Remedy's working on like multiple games or something right now from like the last mm-hmm. year. So yeah. Yeah. I, but yeah, besides, besides like the setup stuff, yeah, I, I liked, I did like the ending a lot. I, it's definitely, it definitely, they definitely move. It moves like a mile a minute. Cause you have like the swap and then, and then it's like, and then you're like, then you're like, it's like try, it's like piecing everything properly together now where you're just like oh he was he was you know was he writing this or was scratch writing this what the heck what's going on or, now or, and and what really is the difference you know? what yeah like, what what is the difference yeah is, is it just alan alan's gone they, crazy and then then you know a, a bunch of other stuff and then they, they they essentially have almost like a team up moment where they finally hurt him and saga like finally get together and then they 
kind of figure out a lot of stuff and that then it, like you said it gets crazier because you like alice is talking to saga and apparently she was like i guess in the dark place the entire time kind of not the whole time not the whole time after for after 2017 which is when the damn. control dlc takes place right so like it, it, it's it's so interesting and it, it definitely sets up for like there's more stuff to happen and then like obviously the kind of the end of the game resets Alan back to the beginning of his story to the beginning of the game is the first shot is, is Alan with the, the glowy hole in his head and uh, back to the beginning is the first thing he says mm-hmm. in the game, right? That's the opening line of the game. And the closing line of this is it's not a loop. It's not a loop. It's a spiral. But again, like I, I'll say it like I one literally laid in wake Alan Wake uh, in bed <laughs> uh, awake thinking about that line and how thematically it applies to the whole game in a very similar way to it's not a lake it's an ocean uh, which yeah. they also excellent use of ocean imagery in the writing of, of a lot of the narration in this game yeah excellent a lot of like waves crashing uh, description fucking love that I I was so into it mm. i just want you to i wanted the record to show sam i see you <laughs> I, I love it um but like every time alan sits down to write and it zooms out from the writer's desk out the writer's room through the door it's it does a full it's, spiral it's a spiral yeah and it's like it, they're layering this visual cinematography like these motifs of like when Saga is in the dark place and looks out the mind place out the door, it spirals out. And it like, there's, they're very much implying things that I don't necessarily know if I fully understand, which is why I'm like waiting to, to go into my full deep dive of like, all right, theory kids, Reddit, let me know what yeah, you think. Yeah, let's hear um, it. Yeah. I'm excited for it. I just like, I'm processing still. It's been like a week and I'm like, still like the layers of the, meaning of the visuals of the like the repeated themes and things like are still hitting me and I, I I'm just so impressed by them like really really truly like I, I I write notes when I finish games uh and I I usually write them while I'm listening to the credits so I was writing like how I felt about it and I was writing like I was devastated that Alice killed herself and I was almost like pissed about it i was like almost like not okay with it yeah. and obviously they, they loop back around and it, it, me thinking of like oh she's not dead she like used her pictures to get into the dark place fucking hell uh <laughs> sick as hell again yeah. she's like, i remember everything it's like this, i i was so not ready for this right because you do, do the end of the game you're like alan's gonna die like this hat's gotta be and i'm upset about it uh but okay and all this just starts happening, and then he's like, "It's not a loop; it's a spiral." <laughs> like, yeah, you're just like, like, "What?" It's like full culture shock levels of, of just ripples. So I'm writing my notes, and I stop mid sentence, and then I write another that I'm like, "Holy shit!" The, the spiral just yeah. happened. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going. Literally in my notes, it's like, yeah, that that's like a good ending. And I know yeah. like some people might not be happy with like the post credit scene the Marvel haters out there. I get you. Yeah. But like, it's a very, it, it fits this, this game and what it's doing very well. I, I thought and and anything that like recontextualizes the game and makes me want to go play it again. And now I'm noticing all the spiral visuals. And obviously they've been setting this up since control. 
since yeah. fucking actually uh, Quantum Break was when the spiral first showed up in reference to Alan Wake. So the payoff of it and being in it and, and like them being able to play in the space and, and show their creativity, it's just... Yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then uh, something I also forgot about since we were, yeah, we're talking about all the, the connectivities of things mm-hmm. is like... The, they, how they use Ati in this game from Control. Yeah, he, he he's like he just shows up so much in this game, but like, yeah. and I thought like there's a there's a, I think it was a similar thing to like the the live action like the overlaying stuff. Oops, some fell. That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, just like he started showing up and I was like, oh, cool. That's this is interesting. And like, you, I kind of you kind of see him a lot first in the in the Alan Wake side stuff. I think that's kind of where you first see him a few times, and mm-hmm. then and then he starts showing up also in Sagas stuff and there was the whole i was where it's like okay maybe they're maybe they're give, maybe they're doing him too much and then and then they just they just kind of kept showing him and i was like okay they're committing they're committing to to adi in a way that i'm now great and i'm appreciating again and just yeah his use and like there's like the, a really good moment yeah when you go to that nursery it's in that nursery home and like you he's he's like in the nursing home like as a, as like a person or something and so he's like he's got a room he has a room with his name on it like he yeah, lives and, and everything you know? yeah and there is a door but there's a door like right next to him that has the spiral on it and you, it's like of course like you know if you if you've you know connecting those things and seeing that stuff in control originally it's just like oh shit like what is like that's here that's interesting and that's where the end of the game happens right like, yeah and then he's and then like the first time you can interact with it, he'll just he'll just he'll just he'll literally like appear. There's a moment where like you go you can go up to interact with it, and he'll just like appear behind you and start talking yeah, to you sca- about it. Scared the shit just, out. Yeah, it's just like oh shit, yeah. And it's, <laughs> then he just starts he starts going off, and then yeah, it's very good. And then like he has its own. He has like earlier in the game, he has like a oh, this is like a little, little musical bit that's very good as well. So good. Yeah, they yeah. showed that in the promo material, but yeah, I was still happy to find it. Yeah, I mean, like everything with watery that they do is great. The amusement park, the uh, mm-hmm. uh, I- Ili, Ila, and and Yasko, Yako, Yako. Yeah, yeah they're uh, they're both really good. They're excellent. They're so funny. So the FMV videos with them are so fucking good. Yeah, maybe like it's my a, favorite. A bear. Yeah, that's, that, that <laughs> club go around a bunch of. It's perfect. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Fuck the government. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I love it. The, like the weird socialist commune that they have. <laughs> also, yeah. the, the very hard, like, uh, self-insert of Finnish culture <laughs> yeah. from the Finnish studio. It's so funny. So great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, lead into it. Have fun with it. Like, I feel like they've been holding that back for so long. So that they just got to have fun with it here. Um and I, I also want to like before we I'll, I'll wrap up here, but like the I just I, I've been wanting to just shout out this incredible moment of like the oh, it's the first Mr. Door sequence. Mr. Door also great. Boy, I would have loved to see Lance Reddick's take on Mr. Door. Yeah, you know, we were we were de- denied it. Martin Hatch, maybe the best part of uh, Quantum Break. Period. Uh, so good, so intimidating. Lance Reddick, rest in peace. Love him to death. Um, but I, I don't know the name of the actor. I can't think of it. They, they get yeah. to play Door, but Yeah, I don't know his name. But very I've, good. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff for sure. Like he's like like I, I saw his face and immediately knew him from like a bunch of stuff. So I was like, okay, yeah, he's a, he's a good actor. Yeah, I don't, I don't know his yeah, name. He's, he's doing his, his a Lance Reddick for sure for this. But like I'm here for it, and I I, I loved Mister Doran 
Oh, there's a great Mr. Door conversation, like right at the end of the game where I was like, Oh, I can't wait to see you again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that first Mr. Door sequence, incredible just in general of like Alan, like he's like, Hey, here's initiation. This book He's like, I didn't write this. And then the second <laughs> half of that, where it's Sam Lake is there as Sam Lake, who is the actor who plays Alex Casey. <laughs> Yeah. In the movies, who doesn't do the voice in the movies either? Because it's just Sam Lake because he talks in that moment. Yeah. Which is the scene. And so it is Sam Lake as Sam Lake next to Alan Wake, who is a character he wrote playing himself, who is playing another character that he wrote that is based on another character that he wrote. Yeah. Excellent. Just love it. <laughs> yeah. It's just. It's, it's, com- it's complete. It's, it's just total, total absurdity. Yeah, in a, in a super in a fun way. That's it's that's, so yeah. fun, and it's like you know, if you don't know all this, it's just funny. Uh, like maybe you'll realize Sam Lake is a developer by the end of it. Uh, yeah, but uh, if you do know, it's just hilarious. I just I was giggling the whole time. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah, I remember. I remember that that point when he showed up in the interview to, in the live action. He literally, he literally just does the fuck. Max Payne face like face, immediately yeah. like he knew what he was gonna have to fucking do when he did this thing. It's just yeah, it's just it's so like like uh meta in a way that's very that's very like goofy and fun. Yeah. That's Alan Wake too. Alan Wake it's too, a, yeah. Long He's, long awaited. Long awaited. Uh, worth the wait, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, agreed. Worth the after, best thing after control, yeah, like I said. I'm I'm yeah. full in. All the way in. Stuff. I was I was in when Alan Wake happened. Like I was like I so love that game. I played it so many times when I was younger. I was I was like a big proponent for Quantum Break. I love that when it came out. You know, Control happens and it was like a dream come true. To me, like the best part of Alan Wake Two. Obviously, it's great, but it has become an entry point for a lot of people to remedy Damn. like what it's like to play their games. Uh, and how different and unique and how much uh, like genuinely of like trendsetters they are uh and, mm-hmm. and they're doing stuff that other people aren't or they're they're doing stuff that people want to be doing and they've been doing it for years um and they've been doing it very well so like this game is just a it's masterfully made it, it is so it's got so many parts to it so many multimedia things it is a great entry point also which is great to say and if you want to see more, like, I don't think, like, you have to have played Alan Wake 1, but going hmm. back after this, I think you'll you'll at least get some appreciation for, like, wow, they came a fucking long way in those 13 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, they stepped it up. But, yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, so excited to see what they do next. Any other yeah. final thoughts, Mike? Um, no, yeah, you, you pretty much said it all there. I think it's, like, it's... I was in with control and this like just double just reinforced that like how much I am a fan of their games now and and look forward to kind of whatever they do now from here on and just uh them them trying to them being their authentic self with this game but also like stepping into like a survival horror thing and, and which is something they haven't really done yet either. Yeah. Uh really cool. Um and they and they nailed it. Um yeah. Easily I like I said it, it probably like if I don't think we're really going to do like a game of the year style thing for our actual patches this year in general, although it would be like fun with all the games to talk about. But I would, I would say like 
overall, if we if I were to pick one, it would probably be this game, uh, just because yeah. of the the way I feel like it, it, it the potential. F- more people seeing how good it is and it seems like this like hit bigger even than control did overall from the reception and that and it feels like a like a game that people can look at even even like a few years from now and see like it is it is able to like push forward and be something uh like more than just like you know another sequel to another video game we've kind of already seen so i definitely definitely really liked it yeah i for me it's it's probably like number two yeah, it's mm-hmm. hard to take out my my number one. I don't know. I've been playing some Tears of the Kingdom again lately, y'all. And <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, that's a fucking video game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. like that, that is doing similar things to Alan Wake. Of like, I didn't know video games could do this, right? Like, it, it's it's just more my alley. But to to think that like these so different, you know? Like, yeah. But 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 technically impressive, like doing things that I, I've never seen before or like excelling in your field, right? Like, you know what your lane is and you're just going to be the best in that lane. And that's, yeah. that's kind of like what it feels like remedy is. And it's just like, I love so many different kinds of video games. Cannot believe the, the swath that we have received. And I'm heartbroken at the cost of, of yeah. human lives that have, yeah. have kind of come out at, at the other end of it. But like, Alan Wake 2 achievement should be celebrated. Go get it. it. Like if if you you know assuming you skipped the spoiler part, please I hope you did. Uh, like if you wanted to get into like that weird thing, and I also like if you want to live kind of like a true detective fantasy video game, like this game yeah, scratch. Just yeah, definitely like one of the best like detective e games I feel like I played. Yeah. Um, even if even if it is just like like you're just literally just looking at you know you have a little moment in the game you're just like kind of you know, almost pretty, like you said, like point and click, just like throwing things up on the wall. Like, I, but I think it's like fun in and of itself and in, in a way that like kind of yeah. adds to like those moments in the game of just piecing it together and kind of fitting that, that the tone and like atmosphere of the game. Yeah. It, it, it immerses you in the role for sure. Um, but I think that's, yeah, that's all we got to say about Alan Wake 2. I'm sure we, we may be back in the future with more things to talk about. At some point we will be, but yeah, uh, maybe on the soon side. Um, uh, you know, follow Mike at Mike IP underscore. Follow me at Ari Means Wind. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this, there's a video version over on YouTube that Mike put together. And if you're watching the YouTube version, you can also subscribe to Rational Passions Presents and hear the audio version of it. Uh, either way, if you're listening, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, as as said, I've been Ari O'Neill, joined by my partner Alex Casey, as portrayed by Mike Burgess. <laughs> and uh, thanks so much for listening. We will catch you uh, in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.